0: All right, so welcome back to uh, the Hose and the Wholesome. This will be episode three. Uh, we got a special guest for you guys. Um, he's a two-time bestseller on Amazon. Wrote a couple books, poetry books. Uh, my man Malcolm.
1: <clears throat> hey, what's going on, y'all? How y'all doing?
0: It's good. It's good. All right, so Malcolm, um, today just gonna be talking about the books. Uh, what do you? What? What inspired you to
1: write these books? Uh, so originally I was just writing poetry for therapeutical reasons, uh, I went through a real bad breakup, and, um, I was reading other poetry books just to see, like, kind of gauge where my talent was, and, uh, I ended up hitting up one of my favorite authors, which is, uh, Andre D. Woods, he's a real dope dude, down to earth, reasonable guy, and, um, I sent him a couple of my manuscripts, and he said, yo, your stuff is dope, you need to get your stuff out there and, uh, publish I was like, man, this man capping, so um, I sent it to a couple of other people, and I kept on getting like the same result time and time again, and I was like, all right, let me just go on, put this out, see how they react to it, and then go from there. Like, Either I'm supposed to do this, or I'm not. This is just going to be something I do for fun, or I can turn this into like a business side. So, so um end up figuring out how to self-publish on my own, got my cover art and everything done. Uh, edits done And submitted it And surprisingly Like people really Was rocking with it Like Even the poems That like I put like I'm not even gonna say minimum effort But that just came like More natural mm-hmm. And easier Like people rock with those Versus the ones that I Spent weeks and days on And that are like My favorite Like nobody else Is their favorite You know oh, what I right, mean right. So It's just kind of wild to me That like How you can see Like tweak my own stuff And analyze it like, oh man, it's kind of this basic or whatever. And then everybody be like, oh my God, this is amazing. This (laughs) is the the best work I ever read. So I'm just like, I can't underestimate myself anymore because you never know how other people react or what they're going through. They can relate to it more than than I can. And I'm the one that wrote it, which is wild.
0: Yeah, that's dope. That's dope, man. It's dope that you got like a fan base like that. So you got two books out on Amazon right now. You got Mm -hmm. Dark Angels and Red Tornadoes and you got Scar Butterflies with Band-Aids. Yeah. Which of those, uh, or which one, do would you say you spent the most time on?
1: Uh, it would definitely have to be Dark Angels and Red Tornadoes. I think I was writing that one before Scarred Butterflies even came out, cause Ooh. I was waiting on cover Ooh. art, and that's what really held me up. Like my book was done, I want to say like 2016 December, and I couldn't get it out until no 17 2017. Excuse me. And I couldn't get it out until 2018 of April because I was waiting on the cover art the whole entire time, hey. so it was frustrating. Like I, a couple of times, I just wanted to give up. Like you know what? Screw this book. Um, <laughs> I was just getting agitated with the dude that I was trying to work with because mm-hmm. I was trying to do you know black empowerment. You know, mm-hmm. hire black artists, and his shit is really dope. But he was going through like a divorce and was moving and. At that point, I was kind of taking on his burdens as well, too, kind of get my project out. I was like, all right, cool. Because originally, I wanted to get it out in uh, February of that year, but I had to wait an additional, like, two months, almost three months, because it gave me something at the end of April, but I just had to be patient, man. I was like, man, I sat down a couple of times. I was like, bro, I'm about to just scrap this thing. And then other times, I'd be like, you know what? Let me just wait. Let me just be patient. And see how other people react, cause I was gonna hire somebody else to just give me like a, a little bullshit cover, just so I can get the book out. But then mm. I was like, I wouldn't be satisfied with that product, so right, I was right. like, I'm gonna just sit here and wait, man. That's what it was. And then while I was doing all that, I was writing dark angels and red tornadoes the whole time. So okay, okay, that's that's dope, man. That's dope. Yeah. Um, so off of that,
0: is there any poems in the book? Um, Cause I know you said you was going through a big breakup. Any mm-hmm. poems in the book that where you, like, where you can see like where people were actually could read the poems and say like, oh yeah, we can tell he was going through something.
1: Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Like the whole steps, cause uh, it says it in the title, like scar, butterflies with band aids. So mm-hmm. the original one was, you know, the butterflies when you first get in a relationship, you all in love, y'all doing lovey-dovey stuff, and mm-hmm. then uh, the scars come into effect where y'all actually like hurting each other and. You know, arguing and fighting and whatnot and fussing mm-hmm. and cussing. And then uh, the band aid is either trying to mend or heal yourself and either press forward and move on or, you know, y'all both come to the table and say, hey, we need to work on this and we need to do this, this, and this in order to survive as a re- in a relationship. So that's basically what it was. It was like my own steps, like what I went through mentally. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, man. I I feel like a lot of couples nowadays
0: don't even sit down at a table and say, Hey, we need to work on this it's more like uh it's a fight and break up phase.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. 'Cause um a lot of people are so quick to throw in the towel nowadays is like if you're willing to quit on yourself, then you know what I'm saying? You're going to quit on me, too. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. If, if you can catch on to the red flags prior to that, then you can avoid that big headache and heart, heartache at the same time. So
0: Yeah, man, you definitely got to definitely gotta dodge those bullets, man. Some people look at the red flags and definitely un- ignore them the whole time. Mm-hmm. And when you talk to somebody else it, uh, about the situation that you're in... People be like, well, why didn't you see this beforehand? Yeah. And then you like, well, yeah. you know, I guess. Like, and I see it in a lot of females. They'll say, well, you know, I guess, you know, I really wanted to give them the benefit of the
1: doubt or something yeah. like that. Outside looking in, everybody can have their own opinion. But, you know, the heart is crazy, man. It's, it, it'll make you depressed where you not don't want to eat. It's like a drug for real. Like, yeah. It'll screw you up. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I'm gonna, like, you can't really tell nobody else how to be, you know what I'm saying? You can say, oh, man, you bullshitting or whatever. I would have never did that. But you're not in that <laughs> position, obviously. So you can't really tell. Like, you can't tell a crackhead how not to be uh, yeah. a crackhead. Like, <laughs> just, just just stop doing crack. Like, no, it ain't, it ain't that easy.
0: All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's understandable. Well, you know, this is this, this radio or this podcast isn't about, you know, feelings or whatever. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get into the, the nitty gritty of things. You know, this this podcast is about the hoes and the wholesome. You know, wherever yeah. you was wholesome or a hoe, it don't really matter to me. So yeah. uh, let's get into this book. um These poems or whatever, you know, do you think you uh, or I already asked this question, but you know, which, which poem did you write? Did you definitely say like, uh, yeah, this is my favorite poem out of the whole book? Out of both, out of those two books.
1: Out of the two books. Uh, so, Scarred Butterflies with Band-Aids. I think my favorite is Medusa mm. out of that one. I took a lot of time. That's like my favorite, but I don't think I've really heard anybody say that's their favorite. I think maybe one person because they used it for like Halloween, mm-hmm. and that was it. But Medusa for Scar Butterflies with Band-Aids, and then Dark Angels and Red Tornadoes would have to be... Dang, that's a tough one. Cause I got, I feel like, I feel like personally, I got a lot of hard hitters in that joint. But my favorite would have to be maybe substance abuse. Substance abuse. Oh no, no, no! Gambling addiction. Gambling addiction. Yeah. Gambling addiction. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, basically playing like Russian roulette with your heart. Like, yeah, you either gonna put it all on the line, all on black, or you are <laughs> gonna crap out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you are either gonna win or lose. It's always fifty fifty, but you just never know. So. I mean, I don't...
0: Why not red, man? Your alter ego is Mac Red. Why you put it on? Hey, yeah, I should have.
1: <laughs> you never know. I don't want to bet on myself, though. No,
0: that. I hear that, man. I hear that. So, uh, so after your after your breakup, you know, after your breakup, everybody has like the breakup, and then they say, you know what? Fuck it. I just want to be a hoe. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> definitely. Yeah. So, did you did you ever have a whole phase after your breakup?
1: Yes, yes, I had a whole phase. I think it lasted for, like, well, I was, like, full throttle for about three months. Three months? Yeah, and then um, after that, I kind of, like, was look, felt disgusted, like, laying in bed with one shorty. I was like, man, this is stupid. Like, I'm better than this, bro. And then I started thinking about my grandpa. He was married for 75 years before damn. he passed away. So, I was like, damn, I think he would probably be upset with me doing this bullshit, so. Yeah. Um... And he's my hero. Like, I, I listen to him all the time. And, you know, I used to get great advice from him. But, um, yeah, I just started moving towards, like, trying to make him proud. So, But now I'm just, like, on the business side. So, it was like, if a shorty don't line up with what I'm trying to do and where I'm trying to go in life, then I can't really be investing in her. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's kind of like going backwards if she's not trying to do the things that I'm trying to accomplish at the same time. Like, we can grow together. Like, if our goals... Meet up and we can do certain things together. But if not, if she's trying to do like travel the world and I'm trying to like sit still or something like that. Like, that's not gonna work out. Yeah. It's just an unnecessary headache
0: yeah that's that's definitely unnecessary man you, you have a lot of people out here that are trying to be like you you know what I'm saying like if you ain't lining up with my stuff then mm-hmm. it's a no go or you have those people that are just like you can say one bad thing or one wrong thing and they just automatically block you and then you sitting there I feel like that messes up a lot of people's uh, self-conscious because you sitting there and you're like well what did I do wrong type yeah. thing Yeah. and you know it's just a part of the society now you know you can get canceled or blocked at any given time yeah
1: it's, it's like so sensitive bro But me, personally, I look at it like this. like If I ever become famous, I'm not about to apologize for what I said in the past. I'm not mm. going to do none of that. I'm going to just stay true to myself and move forward. Because <laughs> most of the people that they try to cater to don't even probably rock with them anyway. Like mm. You got to show me the numbers where this uh, group of people rock with me from the beginning. i will be like, all right, cool. I apologize to those specific people. But the whole community, they probably not... Uh, support my clothing brand Didn't buy none of my books You know what mm-hmm. I mean Don't even know what I'm about But you're gonna judge me Off of something I said 10 years ago Like they did Kevin Hart mm-hmm. And I was like bro I'm, I wouldn't I understand like Why he apologized at that time And what he was trying to do But I'm not big enough to care Like I don't have no endorsements I just got me mm-hmm. I'm paying my own bills So they can be upset About what I gotta say But guess what They probably saying Something about me or black men in general that mm-hmm. would offend me.
0: Yeah, I think that's uh, the realization that he came to as well. Like, you know, you got all these people coming at Kevin Hart. And, you know, some of them just do it for publicity purposes, you know. Yeah, they exactly. just, like, just like, oh, yeah, you know, it's hot right now. It's trending right now. Just like the Black yeah. Lives Matter movie. You know, yeah. it's trending right now. So let me hop on that train. That's
1: Which, how I feel too. Because it's like anything where somebody's in the negative, they can want to harp on. But when I, if I'm doing something positive, let's say I was donating to that community mm-hmm. or a group of people, Nobody would give a damn, nobody would glorify that. But if I do something wrong, then I'm in the spotlight then. I'm like, oh damn, he fucking up. Let's unfollow him. Let's block him, whatever the case. I'm like, Yeah. It's, no it's stupid,
0: man. Ain't no reason for that, man. Yeah. No reason at all, man. So <clears throat> during your whole phase, did you encounter encounter anybody who gave you a run for your money? You know, like Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like somebody that you was like, man, you know what, I can really slow down, settle for this shot, you know?
1: Um, yeah, I ran into a few that uh, I really sat down and I said, you know what, let me just see if this can really go somewhere or if I can bounce back and, you know, get my feet wet with getting in a relationship again. But ultimately, it just fell apart. I was like, either, because I was still dealing with anger issues at the time. Mm-hmm. So anything to take me off pretty much multiplied by 11 for me. But yeah. I think yeah. this,
0: that's a big part of um, of the whole phase, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people say, oh, it's not necessary. Or well, a lot of people don't even want to be classified or be in be, be known for, like, having a whole phase. And I'm like, everybody has a whole phase, you know. Yeah. Don't matter what. But <clears throat> the important thing is that you, you take time to, for yourself to get over it. Because if yeah. not, you're going to bring all that stuff from your past relationship or past whatever mm-hmm. situation that you had with somebody and that's going to affect your present relationship. And yep. A lot of people don't understand that. Some people get out of a relationship and then they say, you know what, I'm ready to
1: be loved. And it's only been like two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've always met them girls that have to be in a relationship. Like, I never understood it. Like, you just broke up and you in another relationship within like two weeks. Like, mm-hmm. So I'm all like, for me personally, I'm like, so are you doing this the whole time? Do you have like backup <laughs> plans, like ready to go roster. or something like that? or? Like, I can't rock with nobody like that. Like, if you ain't cool enough to be by yourself, then you just got issues in general. Because if you're not happy by yourself, you're not going to be happy with nobody else. Yeah. That's why I tell people all the time, man. You know, like, take time for yourself. Take take
0: take that time. Yeah,
1: yeah definitely.
0: If you don't, if you don't take that time now, you're not going to have time when you get in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And then when you're in the next relationship, you start to notice, like, oh, he didn't even really say anything yeah. that was really out of pocket. Yeah. It was just me getting mad. Or yeah. even if he like even if he like say, Hey, you know, I'm going to McDonalds and you ain't asked for nothing, but he ain't get you nothing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Food is a big <laughs> one, bro. You definitely gotta see if they hungry. <laughs>
0: you okay, definitely gotta see. That's gonna be a fight ready to happen when you get back, man.
1: I actually had a uh, little situation like that the other day where um I fed this chick some cheesecake and she took it as like a uh a sign of love or whatever i was like bro i just was trying to i was just flirting to be honest but i wasn't i wasn't saying i'm in love with you i had just met her that day i was like you want my last bite of cheesecake but she took that to heart and ran with it <laughs> she was like you know that. i was like <laughs> never mind All right, me, whatever so i'm gonna start doing that whenever I, <laughs> whenever I meet the next show my last bite man i ain't even hungry no more i want you to have it man that remind me to um uh,
0: that snippet on that movie, the brothers were uh, there was it was like a couple ladies they was gathering all all around or whatever. And uh, who was it that said that? Oh man, I forget the actor's name, but she was like, "If a man gives you his last piece of food, then he loves you." Yeah, I said, "Get out of here, boy." I was
1: like, "And that's the craziest shit I ever heard of in my life, man." <laughs>
0: but you know, hey, women, women actually be like, "Oh yeah, you know, that's a sign. That you know, he actually loves me." You, you know, yeah, which is wild
1: to me because I could feed anybody, like. <laughs> It, I like. I just met her that night. Like, I don't have no bond or nothing to you. Like, I just. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna see if he's gonna let me do it. To be honest,
0: experimental. You know, it didn't yeah. even gotta be that. It could be like uh, I had this one shorty. She told me she was like, um, she's like, you know, if we're gonna be friends with benefits type thing, then uh, yeah, let's just do that. And I'm like, so you saying if I pull up like fast food place, you know, I pull up and I say, hey, yeah, let me get the number two, and that's it. And I pulled to the window. You ain't gonna be mad. She was like, "No." I said, "What?" She a damn liar. I said, "Yeah, that's what I, I said." Man, you a damn lying, liar,
1: bro. Like, ain't no damn way. Ain't no I way. i never you good. No like that. You got you to gotta at least ask. They just want to say no. They just, they just like the option for whatever reason. They like the option, bro. Got to give them an option. All right, cool. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure there was a conversation before you even went to the, that restaurant. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm about to swing by, what's it called? Because it's by the house. Mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, cool. So at that point, you got to get your taste buds ready. You got to reflect on the menu because you've probably been there before. So you'd be like, damn, what do I really want to eat today? And then when you get up to the window, you don't know what you wanna eat. That irritates me a little bit. i yeah. like, bro, come on, man. You act like you ain't never been here before.
0: I think that's why the restaurants now have like the two window or like the two menus oh, set yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know you can preview it before. And yeah. So, and fact. These women keep rolling up talking about I don't know what I want when yeah. I say can I take As soon
1: as you get there, you'd be like, uh one second please. They'd be like, wow, leave. <laughs> <my laughs> you don't know what you want? You got like twelve things on the on the menu.
0: All right, so uh going going from that, um and back to the book
1: sales. Uh Financially, how financially stable did you have to be to produce these books? Dude? Man, it's free. It is free. You just have to make an account. And uh, once you upload it, they pretty much just tell you how much they charge mm-hmm. to print it and ship it for you. And then after that, you can increase the price to get revenue, pretty much. So it's that easy. Like People think you got to have like thousands of dollars or whatever the case is. No, nah, it just depends on what publisher you went through because I self-published so it was mm-hmm. all on me. Like marketing, everything is me. But if you go through a, let's say the company that's with Harry Potter or somebody mm-hmm. like that they do a lot of marketing for you so on that point you have to pay them up front. Mm. So that's like publishing with a company but I self published because i want. I rather have everything on me because if they got my stuff on a website where I don't want it and it's marketing then then I got to explain that whenever I do blow up and they be like, well, you had your stuff on this, on this inappropriate, uh, website where they got children pornography or something like that. Like, yeah. you never know where your stuff is going to go. But at that point I got all the rights to my books, everything that's written in my books and I know exactly where I can advertise it at. So okay. that's why I, I like to have my, my thumb on it basically where I know exactly where it's going.
0: Yeah. I know. Um, <clears throat> I think a lot of artists are going that wave too, of just like. You know, not going to a label, stuff like that, like music artists as well. You know, they're just gonna be like independent people. You know, people are finding out that you don't really need companies or anything to produce it. You just need yourself. And you just have to have the, I guess, worth ethic to promote yourself. You know, because anybody gonna promote yourself. I mean, like, people be on Twitter all the time saying, like, it costs zero dollars to
1: retweet this yeah i promoted that a couple of times too like i gotta do my shout out sunday after this actually Mm -hmm. where i just shout out different uh people that's doing stuff like other authors Mm -hmm. people that have their own businesses black owned businesses uh like close friends like they trying to grow their brand as well so i was like let me just do this shout out sunday every sunday and just blast all these different brands and whatever Mm -hmm. and then people that follow me can just go through my story or whatever and be like oh okay i'm gonna check this out or i I wanted somebody that can draw or something like that, you know, Mm -hmm. where you can get different um, stuff done real quick and then I could be a mediator between that and be like, oh yeah, I'm adding your homeboy and uh, I know he does artwork, so what has Mm -hmm. he done for you? And then I just show him everything that he's done for me and then go from there because my homeboy that did my cover art on my second book... um, we yeah, stay would, doing stuff together yeah, like, yeah that's a fly that's a fly cover art yeah I appreciate him all the time man cause I randomly hit him up and he'll get the stuff done for me like ASAP so yeah okay
0: um, yeah I'm still looking for a logo for, for this podcast you know I drew I draw logos myself I just yeah. somebody like put like it or whatever yeah
1: he's real good with that he's real good and you can just hit him up and say hey this is what I, my requirements and then I just give them the rest of the control. Like, just freak it the best way you can. Like, just, just have these things that I'm asking for. And then whatever else you put on it, that's cool with me. Okay. okay, yeah, I, def- I definitely see
0: a difference. Like, you know, from when we grew up, and like, you see, like, everybody's, like, trying to get to, like, company and get the big bucks. Now you see, like, Gen X. They just doing it themselves, man. Mm-hmm. Like, they they buying shoes from, like, Japan and then putting their whatever yep. profit on there and then selling them back.
1: Yeah, I got a homeboy that makes custom shoes too. But yeah, that's that's where the move is right there. It's like be your own boss, pretty much. Mhm. Cause you know, working for people and getting degrees, that's cool up to a point. Like, I don't. If I don't want to go to work today, then I'm still making money at home. Then I'm cool with that. So Especially we, with the whole COVID thing, like you gotta have a backup plan now. Like, yeah. You I sleep so. if you're not working towards that that goal alone because yeah. a lot of people lost their jobs and didn't have no money or no food to put on the table like it's yeah. crazy couldn't afford couldn't afford to live in them, them nice houses that they was in yeah getting evacuated and then now's the time to buy a property because it's so cheap because most mm-hmm. people are like penny pension and they was like yo I need a big payout yeah so now's the time to buy stuff and sell stuff definitely yeah. most definitely man most
0: definitely so uh everybody should promote on your Instagram what's your Instagram by the way you know
1: uh, the one I promote, my poetry, is, uh, Mac Exclusive underscore. Okay, Mac Exclusive yeah. underscore, okay. And my website is MacExclusive.com, so. Okay, okay. make it all exclusive,
0: alright. Yeah, got to, <laughs> man. Got to. But, uh, is everybody that you promote on your Mac Exclusive, are they, like, um, small business owners? Yes, pretty <laughs> okay. much, yeah.
1: Like, I wouldn't do Nike or Sony, that just don't make sense. Like, they're not gonna repost my stuff. But, right, right. Um... It's just to share love, pretty much. Like I, Those people that I really rock with, and I feel like it don't take no effort to repost what they got going on, you know what I mean? Yeah, most definitely. I literally, I literally just set aside like 30 minutes to an hour out of my day, out of the whole week, and blast all my people, and hopefully, you know, uh, all, some of my followers will go on their page and follow them, and then just keep, keep, keep it going, you know what I mean? Just keep reposting their stuff, be like, oh, your stuff is dope, or whatever the case is. Yeah, man, you
0: definitely got to... Definitely got to promote the small businesses out here, man. Especially after this year where some of them actually went from a small business to no business. Yeah, that is true. Just because uh, they didn't have, like, people promoting them and stuff like that. Yeah,
1: because, I mean, your your biggest fan base is going to be your close friends. So, if they ain't supporting you, then you got to reevaluate your circle, to be honest. Yeah, for sure,
0: for sure, man. For sure. So... No, that's probably gonna end the podcast. Uh, once again, this is uh my man Malcolm. He got two books on Amazon. He got uh, Dark Angels and Red Tornadoes, and he got Scarred Butterflies with Band-Aids. Go check those out, man.
1: Yeah, available on Amazon.
0: You got anything else you want to say before we uh, cut the podcast?
1: No, nah, I appreciate the opportunity, and I'm glad everybody that's listening. Hopefully, they'll repost your your podcast. I can't wait to hear it. I can't wait to share it with other people and um yeah, it's been a pleasure. Appreciate all
0: right. It. all right, man. But you know, that's it, you know holes in the wholesome. Uh we're trying to make this trying to make this money and try to get people out here, you know, trying to promote businesses all twenty twenty one. If you ain't do it twenty twenty, do it twenty twenty one, man. Peace out.